0: This is the GPL Podcast, sponsored by Vintage Minnesota Hockey, your exclusive source for throwback Minnesota jerseys. Visit VintageMNHockey.com. Welcome to the GPL Podcast, episode number 152. Well, sweep of Arizona State sounds good, but uh, before we get to that, uh, we've got a guest with us tonight, and uh, rejoining us for the second time this season from the Big Ten Network is uh, Paul Cappanegri.
1: Cappy, how you doing? Great. Great to uh, join you fellas again.
0: We had a great time with you last time. We figured we'd bring you on again with the the Big Ten playoffs coming up soon, so... uh, we're glad that you could join us. <clears throat> anyway, you know, let's go with it straight off the bat here. Hammy, 5-1 f- and 5-2 sweep of Arizona State. First time we've ever played this team. Non-conference game. Eh, eh, boy. Um, Arizona was quite cheap out there. I'll just go ahead and say it.
2: Yeah, I mean, they got a little bit chippy. <laughs> yeah, they got a little chippy, uh, especially that Saturday game after they got down quite a bit um you know i i think veegs kind of called it last week when he said that uh arizona had kind of penn stated their way into the ncaa picture <laughs> with their with their scheduling and uh you know and i think that kind of you could kind of tell because obviously the gophers have been up and down and rather inconsistent throughout the entire season and to see them kind of i don't want to say they steamrolled them necessarily but they certainly you know drastically outplayed them for most of the weekend and Um, We haven't really been used to seeing that throughout this year for uh, most of the the opponents we've had. So um, to see that happen, it kind of made you say, yeah, maybe uh, Viggs was right. Arizona State kind of did go that route.
0: Well, it did turn out that um, Minnesota lost a player this past weekend, had a couple other players dinged up. I know that uh, after that Saturday game, Matsko was not happy because, you know, it was a couple kneeing penalties and you had sample Ranta get nailed by Jacob Wilson on, on Arizona State and Cappy. That's one of the hardest hits I've ever seen.
1: Honestly, I mean, <laughs> I was sitting there watching, and I, I mean, my bones started shaking a little. I, <laughs> I, I mean, a college for sure, maybe the biggest hit, and I don't know if I've seen any more that. I mean, that was pretty ridiculous. Uh, you know, it reminded me kind of a Scott Stevens hit in the eighties and nineties, but. <laughs> I mean that you just I mean obviously you can't do anything near like that anymore and I'm just glad he I mean 15 stitches he got and he came back later that period That was the no, shocking no part. Concussion. That's a good sign. Yeah, I talked, that... I asked that. I asked Bob that in our uh coach talk call yesterday and he said no he said he was he was fine other than getting the stitches so I think that was the biggest you know relief i'd say you know from the situation as
0: a hockey player is it is it fair to say maybe he saw it coming last second and maybe was able to prepare for it even if it's just a half second or something like that
1: yeah i think (laughs) i I mean guess. i mean you could have got lucky you know i i really don't know i i had some concussions playing and I got hit harder sometimes and didn't have a concussion or, you know, I hit, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's a very strange thing. Uh, Maybe he just got a little lucky and maybe he did get his head up just enough and turned his head maybe, or I don't know, but uh, it's a good sign that he's, he came back. I mean, and uh, you hear from all the time, guys get stitches and come back, but usually that's from maybe like a puck to the face or a stick, Mm -hmm. not from that devastating of a hit so uh you know good signs for uh Sampo and and the,
0: and the gophers i mean hammy i was pretty shocked to see him back on the bench just a few minutes after getting nailed like that
2: yeah you really expect a guy especially nowadays when they're so overly protective of any kind of a head injury um you kind of expect him almost be per- very precautionary and not playing a guy but obviously he must have passed whatever tests they put him through um, you know, the the whole series, it kind of reminded me of the Canadian Junior, or Canadian uh,
1: when we played the Canadian
2: colleges and exhibitions earlier in the year. Yes. Um, it's always interesting, because those games, you know, they're all kind of very physical, especially yes. when, uh, you know, there's not much of a competition there towards the end of the game. It just reminded me of that a lot, so. Uh,
0: by the way, Vigo is going to be joining us in a little bit. I had a little kid terrorism at, uh, right around the time of the podcast, so. <laughs> He will be joining us eventually. Here, we'll just we'll give him some time to join us. Um, but one thing that did happen this weekend, you know, uh, we had a couple neon knee hits, Hammy, and uh, one of those turned out to uh, take Burke out for four to
2: six weeks, which is basically the rest of the season. Yeah, it's unfortunate. He's part of been part of that successful freshman line, and um, you hate to see that some of the chemistry broke up on some on a line that's been pretty much their best line. I would say from a consistency standpoint throughout the entire season, and um, you, got, you got to hope that somebody can kind of step in there and maybe continue on with um, you know building that chemistry with these guys pretty quickly. I, I don't know who they're going to you know slot in there, but um, you just got to hope for the best. And you know certainly, uh, walk, if you have Walker on your line, you're certainly going to be able to generate some offense no matter who's out there. But mm-hmm. uh, I think that it's unfortunate when you have a line that's been playing so well together and have one of the Cogs get knocked out.
0: Now, Vigo, had, like you had mentioned earlier, Vigo mentioned that um, maybe ASU kind of went Penn State on it, like Penn State may have done the last couple of years, um, playing a little softer schedule but winning their games, especially winning against inferior teams. But um, I, I don't know, Cappy. I was just not mm-hmm. that impressed with Arizona State this season. I mean, yeah, well, at least in Mariucci, last. Maybe, maybe they couldn't handle the big ice or something like that. I just – even with their star Walker out, I don't think it would have made much difference this weekend.
1: Yeah. It's, it's hard to say, you know, you don't, you didn't get to see them play. At least I didn't see them get to see them play on TV or anything this year. You know, you just kind of went by what you saw, the scores, Um, you know, they played some big 10 teams. I think they split with Penn state and I think they got, I think Ohio state swept them like early in the season out there, but
0: they did beat I mean Man- they did beat, beat Mankato, Minnesota State, so yeah,
1: their tournament at Christmas, yeah. I believe was yes. it they did yes yeah. they did.
0: I believe they got them in overtime or something like that, so okay
1: i mean those those tournaments are always tricky at Christmas, but i I just from a big ten and Minnesota perspective, I just like the way they took care of business and are starting to show consistency a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. We've seen it kind of before. I think it was a Michigan State series at home. They, you know, wiped them out 7 2 the f- first night and just didn't, weren't able to come back with the same energy on Saturday. And it looks like maybe they're getting over that hump with, you know, getting a couple sweeps because I think that's, you know, a couple things they've been missing. You weren't able to sweep, you know, those home series that probably those two losses right now mm-hmm. are just look you know, the St. Lawrence and Ferris ones where they couldn't, you know, quote unquote put their, you know, foot on their throats and finish them off you know you're starting to see that with them and I think that's I think more important maybe Arizona State isn't what they are but I think they're better than those two teams yeah and they were able to kind of you know you know going away win both so I think that's a good sign for them
0: well Hammy you know even though the game was five to one Friday night um I believe their goalie really saved them big time, especially Friday night, because that game could have easily been seven or eight to one for Minnesota without that goaltender playing as good as he did.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, they kind of came out of the gates, especially the first couple of periods, um, you know, really outshot shot. Man, they all shot them badly the entire game, but uh, mm-hmm. um, they, they definitely kind of came out of the gates and played real well. And unfortunately got down early, but um uh, it's one of those things where, you know, we've seen that with our team this year. Sometimes the rest of the team isn't playing particularly well and your goalie kind of keeps you in it for at least a certain amount of time. And uh, we just happen to be able to put some pucks in the net and, um, you know, kind of take it home that particular night.
0: I guess, I guess, Cappy, we've just been mm. kind of so up and down this season that we don't know what to expect anymore. We just don't. I mean, before going to uh, your old alma mater, Ohio State, right? none of us saw a sweep there. I mean, we... You just didn't see it happening. And then right. they went into Ohio State and, and, and beat them two games up. And, uh, and now all of a sudden, you know, this roller coaster keeps happening. But maybe now they're getting away from the roller coaster a bit more and just kind of building because, you know, may, it probably did start that weekend in Ohio State.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think when you maybe see results like that, you believe differently. I mean, it's it's human nature, right? If you see a couple, you know, you're beating a top five team at their own rink twice you know, hey, you know, we kind of maybe have a little remedy here. We found the the special sauce to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. And then you back it up. I mean, Notre Dame, that was a tough series. Um, But, you know, I think you want to play good teams at the end. And then you see some wins and you go five and one. I think before, you know, that last six games, if you would have said you were going to go five and one, you would have been really, really happy with that. So, yes. uh, I mean, the the way the Big Ten has been this year, it's just, it's crazy. And, you know, seeing this from Minnesota, I arguably say they're playing the best hockey of anyone the last, you know, four, four weeks or so.
0: It it, it has been crazy. Um, and, and the one thing that's been giving us a little confidence, actually, is that, you know, they ended up third in the conference. They're going to mm-hmm. be at home. Yeah. And, and the thing is that the two teams above them, they swept on the road this year. So I think if they can get past this weekend, they could feel pretty good, you know, playing somebody like a Notre Dame or even right. if they get further into a championship game, a one-off game at Notre Dame or Ohio State. They've got to feel pretty good because they've, they haven't lost on the road against either of those teams this year.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, any doubt in that stuff. I'm pretty sure they're happy that uh, they were not going Penn State this weekend. I think we can all uh, <laughs> agree on that one, um, but yeah, absolutely. And, and who knows what's going to happen, you know, after this weekend? They could still be, uh, you know, a home ice situation, you know, next week yes. somehow. I mean, you just never know. I honestly think I see five teams, I think, uh, in my mind, that could win it the Big Ten. Um, uh, but if one of those other two teams that I don't think get to the semifinal, then you're talking about one game. And it's not even one game like weekend. It's you know back to backs. It's one game. It's like a one game playoff, and mm-hmm. then you got a whole other week for the other. So, I think it just opens the floodgates for for anybody at that point. But uh, I yeah, them on the road at those two teams. Some they you know they call them matchups. Look at they they don't know what to do with Penn State because Penn State just runs and guns. But Northern, uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State are just more structured and defensive oriented to a certain extent, and that plays. <laughs> plays well for the Gophers. It does play well.
0: Well, now, I guess we've got Vigo on the line. Vigs, how you doing? Doing great. Glad to be on with you guys. Well, we've kind of gone through Arizona State already, but I know you had a lot of kind of notes that you were writing down for the podcast tonight, you know, from the Burke injury to the Wilson hit on San Ranta to uh, the cheapness of Arizona's play. Um, kind of give your thoughts on what happened this past weekend.
3: Well, I thought it was a weekend where Minnesota really controlled the pace. We haven't seen that much this year where they possessed the puck for pretty much the entire weekend. They took their foot off the gas a little bit during the second period when they were up 4-0 on Saturday. But that was probably the most complete weekend we've seen out of this Gophers team this year. Matt Robson looked really good. I thought the defensemen were good. And I think uh, Arizona State got a little fatigued as the weekend went on. And I think Minnesota kept their cool during the kind of a difficult weekend. You know, it would have been real easy for them to to go right back at the Arizona State players for running them and they didn't. And because of that they have a almost full lineup for this weekend. Uh Burke will be out. What Motzkow said today is now two to six weeks.
0: Okay. All so
3: right. leaving the door open for him to come back sooner. Usually when they say something like two to six weeks, I'm thinking it's an MCL or something like that. Um, Maybe they could put a brace on it just to protect the rest of the knee. But it's not as bad of an injury for a hockey player as it would be like a football player or a basketball player.
0: Yes, definitely. Uh, Well, And the interesting thing is is now Arizona State doesn't play for three weeks. um, (laughs) And a couple of pairwise people saying they might be in a little bit of jeopardy If a couple teams win this week or in the next couple weeks, um, Viggs, are they still pretty strong for the tournament, or is there something for them to be concerned about? Well,
3: there's always that
0: scenario that happened in
3: Minnesota last year (laughs) where everything broke the wrong way. You know That is a mathematical possibility. Would we see that happen two years in a row? I kind of doubt it. (laughs) I could see someone in the Big Ten getting an auto bid who's not currently an at-large. So we'll see what happens. It's been crazy in college hockey. Parody is is king right now.
0: And and it was crazy in the Big Ten this year, Cappy. I mean at that last wow. week, Ohio State was the only thing we knew. Everything else was up in the air and it was you know, it was literally down to the last second, <laughs> that last game, you know, Wisconsin and, and Michigan in overtime and
1: uh, yeah yeah which and it's is crazy in wisconsin you know does it without arguably i i think hands down their best player you know and they for missing him keandre miller for a couple of weeks and uh, that's why i just think anything like i said uh you know the gophers if they can get by could easily be at home again next week um just because you know even with michigan state they
0: They've got the, the Cato line.
1: line. Yeah, they, they look at they went and beat Ohio State last weekend in the second half or in the second game. I mean, it's just not. It hasn't been a ton of sweeps, and then when you get into a game three, if that happens, and any of those, anything can happen. And uh, it's <laughs> and the way it's gone with how the teams finished, and you know, I talked to Bob yesterday, and how you know two through six um, were a point apart. Or, you know, from one to the next, and mm-hmm. I mean, you can't get closer than that. So. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this weekend to see how it shakes out.
0: You know, Hammy, it's a little too bad that uh, some, you know, the, the Big Ten has kind of been beaten up on each other this year because it has caused the league to look as if they were down. But I don't think they're as down as uh, people think they are.
2: No, I mean, I think that there's still certainly lots of good talent. I just think a few teams maybe. You know, aren't quite what they were in the past. A few years. I mean, we certainly have, as an example, Notre Dame has been very good in recent years. They weren't quite as good this year, so maybe some of that is the perception with regard to some of those kinds of teams. Um, But yeah, when you're looking at that, the league you're not seeing sterling records up and down, and um, that's you know nobody's going to be. There no league's going to have all winners. I mean, that's when they were talking about all these different league changes years ago. Um, and some of these leagues are going to have all teams that were essentially very successful up until that point, as you know, in the National Cow Hockey Conference or whatever. Um, that you know, you're going to have losers, so you're going to have to see if some of these teams, you know, rise up during the season and you know, kind of get to that, not necessarily the top two in the league, but uh, maybe that middle ground and get into the NCAA's anyway with an at-large.
0: Yeah. Well. We'll just have to wait and see. But uh, I think uh, <laughs> this year there's been a lot of, obviously, a lot of parody in the Big Ten. Uh, and the, the number of sweeps are down. We we, we saw those stats by a, uh, our friend out in Wisconsin. I'm just forgetting his name right now uh, Todd Molesky. Molesky, yes. I'm just sorry about that, Todd. Wow, you
2: have the guy on the podcast? Yeah, I know. I just, it's <laughs> brain That's for brutal, us. dude. I, I was just looking at his <laughs> tweets,
0: too, and I just forgot his name. <laughs> but, you know, he's been saying, you know, how, you know, the you know sweeps this year are, are way down. Um and, and it is a very competitive league this year. So well we've got a bunch it, more go ahead. One
3: one last thing is I think the league has a lot of bad losses on yes. their slate. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at Michigan, they had some bad losses at like Merrimack and um I know uh I
0: think yeah,
3: Vermont. Yeah, dame has got losses to uh, Duluth and um a couple others I think. You know it's just they, had, they put themselves in too big of a hole, and once that happens, you know, your league just has a hard time pulling yourself out of it. It looked like last year Minnesota was going to be bulletproof because they'd played so well in their non-conference, and it just took that last weekend where everything went
0: wrong. You know, I, I noticed Lou Nanny was talking about it, and a lot of people are talking about it. Um, Lou Nanny's was talking about just the other day how, you know, how you know, a bad loss affects you a lot more than a good win against a top team. Um, do you think there should be tweaks in the pairwise fifgs? I I think so
3: because if you play a poor non-conference schedule, you know, you're basically just protecting yourself if you beat the bad teams. Like if Minnesota would have beat Ferris, if they would have beat St. Lawrence, they'd be in great shape right now. But they didn't, and now they're behind the eight ball and it doesn't matter who they beat that's good. They're not going to get those comparisons back cuz you just don't have enough games against those, you know, other conferences to to cancel that out and so I know when Penn State qualified for the NCAA tournament that was a big talk at the coaching convention was tweaking the formula to, to reward people for playing tougher schedules and they put in that quality win bonus but I don't think it's enough I think they're gonna probably take a look at that again after seeing Arizona State go through this
0: what do you I, think what do you yeah. think uh Cappy about that do you think there should be a not as much a penalty for losing a bad game or are you should, you know hey you got to win those games
1: I mean, it's, well, it's hard to say because you generally are playing these teams, you know, twice and, yeah. you know, I don't care who it is. It's not easy, you know, to get sweeps all the time. And so it's, it's, it's tough. I think you should be rewarded at, at the minimum as much for a good win as a bad loss. Uh, that's just my opinion. And it was funny as I was talking to some of the coaches, a lot coaches don't kind of understand why the Big Ten is down? They looked at. I, I know one conference they looked at was the, the record against the ECAC was like thirteen and three. I know there were some sweeps. I think Penn State swept Clarkson. Um, there were a couple other ones like well, Michigan State swept Cornell at Cornell. And you know, just how does it? How does a team in that league get four has four teams pretty solidly in right now? And another the other league who had such a good record against them. You know, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't look at the pairwise and know exactly. It's just kind of like you kind of shake your head and like I don't understand it enough. And it would probably hurt my brain to, if I tried to figure <laughs> it out. But, you know, I'm just you know just looking at straight numbers there. And you're like, huh? A little bit? Yeah. Um, so you know, I, mean, I don't know. I wish I knew more. I, I don't plan to ever know too much because I think it'll just drive me crazy. But, you know, <laughs> I don't. sometimes win losses or don't lie. So...
0: And and Hammy, that's kind of what uh, Lou Nanny's frustration was. He's like, Minnesota was like at 20 or 21 this past weekend when they started. They played the number eight team, and neither team went anywhere, even though Minnesota swept them and beat them handily.
2: Yeah, well, what is it, uh, everybody? It says on GPL, it's simple math, right? I mean, if you <laughs> – It's not. Every, every game, you know, I mean, we all talk about how certain games, you know, have an influence or don't have an influence, and you don't really know until – kind of the seasons at this point where you can look back and say that one cost us that one cost us and um, sometimes it's hard to kind of recover from that kind of stuff and and I, unfortunately we've done enough damage to ourselves this year that a uh, weekend like this last one didn't do enough for us to really bump us up enough so that's just the unfortunate aspect of the math
3: it's really the RPI that's hurting Minnesota right now because those bad losses impact the RPI so much that even though they win some comparisons, you know, that's just going to drag them down.
0: Would bringing back the last 16 games uh, have a big effect, you think? Because that was a well, big component. Well, then I think it puts more of a weight on your
3: conference record, just the way right. things go. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I was just curious. I, I think Nate I, – I, I said something on Twitter, and Nate, Nate Wells came on, and he seems to know the most about it. Yeah. He talked about how, you know, Minnesota was at the top of its tier – and then he said that Arizona State, even though they were eight, they're a lot closer to 14 than they are seven. Mm-hmm. So I don't know exactly what that means, but I guess it <laughs> makes sense. You know, and, and he obviously knows what he's talking about. I just, you know, we'll see what happens, I guess, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Arizona State might be just watching themselves drop, or maybe they just sit there. Now,
0: I, I know they can get close. Um, uh, <laughs> I saw a couple <laughs> of so- – a couple tweets today that said if a couple like Northeastern wins or something like that, it could really affect, uh, Arizona state big time.
1: Well, and it also matters of uh, how many teams, yeah. you know, if Wisconsin wins the big 10 or, 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 gophers who aren't supposed to, if, you know, if you get like last year, you get three or four teams that, you know, win their conference mm-hmm. to get in that, you know, just keeps lowering the, the number of, uh, at large bids. Definitely.
0: Well, we got a lot more to get to here. We've got a lot of show, but we first we need to hear from our sponsor. VintageMNHockey.com is a proud sponsor of the GPL Podcast. Well, what is Vintage MN Hockey? Well, it's kind of the place to get all of your history of Minnesota hockey, from the pros to the minors, to the collegiate teams, to even the high school teams. All information about any of those teams can be found on VintageMNHockey.com. They also have great interviews with some historical Minnesota hockey figures like John Mayasich and Lou Nanny, Glenn Sanmore, some of the greats of Minnesota hockey. So make sure you check out those interviews. It's a really great thing. But as like I always say, I think my favorite part is the store. The store, you can buy a custom historical jersey from the Gophers or the Bulldogs or some of your favorite high school teams. And if you do make a purchase, just use the code GPLPODCAST, all one word, and you'll get 10% off your order. So make sure you visit VintageMNHockey.com and follow them on Twitter at VintageMNHockey. And Vintage is also going to be at the Let's Play Hockey Expo starting tomorrow down at the at the river center and uh, at the X, just right next to the X make sure you go down there and check them out. Uh, that's kind of becoming a pretty big deal that uh, let's play hockey X ball around the state hockey tournament. Uh, and, and one thing that's nice is that Cappy, you're going to be here for tournament weekend. I mean, you're coming in for the big 10 network and maybe we can get you to watch a couple of those high school games. If we could.
1: I am, I'm, I'm excited. I'm getting in uh, tomorrow night. Um, and I, I think I've done one game and I actually was between the benches for a <laughs> game between, uh, I think it was the Gophers and Badgers a couple of years ago, in mm-hmm. which uh, the Gophers clinched the Big Ten championship. Might have been two seasons ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I love Mariucci. And I just, I saw today, it sounded like with, with Minnesota Athletics that there's everything going on on campus this weekend, uh, maybe aside from basketball, but with the women and the wrestling and I think swimming or something so uh and then you obviously the the state state tournament so uh i love it give me all the hockey give me all the sports all the time so
0: and and the one thing you were telling yeah and the one thing you were telling me is that this is going to be a big 10 network broadcast or produced but it's going to be broadcast by you know over the air on fsn plus i believe correct
1: yeah well it'll be on fsn plus and it'll be on fox detroit plus so you'll get the two markets that With the teams, and I think last year was the first time that they kind of had to figure things out because, well, obviously it was the first year of the format, and it was you know happening earlier on, and I don't know how who has rights and whatnot and all that (laughs) stuff, but obviously
0: it it conflicts with a lot of basketball on
1: TV. So
0: it it conflicts with a lot of basketball on Big
1: Ten Network. (laughs) Yeah, I think the women's tournament is on, and they're they've got it all day Friday, and then most of the day Saturday, so. Uh, yeah they 've just done a good job I think the last years of making sure it's it 's on and definitely in the Minneapolis market and then mm-hmm. uh, this year obviously in Detroit as well for Michigan people yeah uh,
0: and and Vegs, what 's happening is that we 've got to go for hockey this weekend you've got the women 's hockey in in their w c h a uh playoffs you 've got you know like he said swimming there 's a lot going down at the u on Saturday and Sunday. And
3: there's going to be snow coming down. And so to be. a blizzard. Is <laughs> there so
1: really? Yeah, yeah, we good tournament coming a little
2: now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's got to make you Is happy. it
2: supposed to snow like a foot or something like <sighs> that on Saturday? Oh, it might on. be
0: big and it might be heavy and wet. And right now, what, Vigs have sold maybe 1,000 <laughs> tickets? <laughs> a few more than that, but it's a little bit difficult to sell tickets, I think.
3: They're 30 bucks, which is kind of a thing set by the Big Ten. And uh, there's a lot going on with state hockey tournament. It's not included in the season ticket package for the students or the the regular season ticket holders. So we'll see what kind of atmosphere we get. And luckily, it's going to be on TV. I did see that.
1: Did they just? I see on the, on Twitter that ten dollars for student tickets. Yes. Did I see that, Beeks. Yep. That's yeah. So they they bad, can right? get
3: into any game for ten bucks during the okay. season. So hopefully, they some of them take advantage home. of it and get some atmosphere.
0: Okay. That would be good, but uh you know in the past, you know in the older format and in it uh in the w c h a that first weekend was always included in the season ticket package, so it was never as much of an issue like it was like it will be this weekend Viggs.
3: yeah, and they did that to keep the cost down for season tickets mm-hmm. just for the optics of it, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there with the fans, but we've had some empty arenas already this year.
0: We have and, and this weekend, even in the past, we've had weekends of conflict with the with the with the state hockey tournament hammy, and that's just the fact of life state hockey tournament's a pretty big deal around here
2: yeah, it is, and uh you know it looks yeah. like it's going to be a good tournament this year, so I would uh suspect that's definitely going to see what we're going or impact what we're going to see at Mariucci, um, some of those casual fans probably going to want to see some of those high school games because it's looking pretty good, but uh, hopefully they'll get enough of a turnout, I think for this particular series other than wisconsin it's probably the best opponent that the gophers would ask for from a rivalry perspective in the league so i, I would think that we would all agree that wisconsin would be the top rival for the gophers in the league but michigan would be too far behind so i guess in that sense maybe they'll get some benefit from that
0: well actually talking with uh, frank Mazako and wally shaver after the games this past saturday they love the matchup against michigan state or michigan um and it's always been one of my favorite matchups is because uh, Cappy, it's, you know, at least in the past, it's been a lot of up and down hockey. I mean, even back when you go back to the old, uh, you know, Thanksgiving tournament we had with the Michigan teams, it was mm-hmm. always fun when Michigan came to town or we went to Michigan. It's I, I, I wish this rivalry would build a bit more and mm-hmm. get a little more hatred because it, I think it's a great rivalry.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think playoffs always help that. Right? Yes. So I think the more you can do that, and you get no best of three, and you know, we—I don't think last year we saw one. Quite frankly, there wasn't in the first year. There was all sweeps. All sweeps I mean, I—I yeah. I think you know when you get three games and you get to that third one, and it's going to get testy, and everyone's <laughs> battling for every inch. I think that's how you how you how you build uh, you know rivalries. So I just can't wait to watch. I was pretty happy. I, I knew once Minnesota had uh, clinched home ice, I was kind of figuring out which who could be going there on on the weekend to see who I would I would be seeing, and I and this was actually my my first choice. I mean, it would have been great for pretty much anyone, but I I just like the way. Quite frankly, I like watching Quinn Hughes first and foremost yes. for for Michigan. I mean, he's just the. I mean, you don't you get lucky when you have a guy with that much talent. Uh, deciding to play a second year in in college hockey and and watching him on the big ice sheet will be fun. And then, uh, you know, which, which line, you know, I mean, I'm going to watch Sammy Walker, you know, skating up and down against Quinn Hughes. That's going to be fun. So I was really happy for the matchup and I, I, I think it's going to be just great and, and tight games and, you know, it might go two games, but I could see them both being overtime games. And if the same team wins, you know, on a lucky bounce, that could happen or I could see it being three games, but, I think it's going to be really tight, and I'm looking forward to it.
0: Hammy, I, mean, I think we need a good series with Michigan, something where some hate is actually built up.
2: What, do you think they're going to go all Arizona State on the No, I don't know about you that. But,
0: you know, I just – you know, it's just <laughs> – yeah. you, you think, you know, when you had things happen – actually, you know, we've had things happen recently with Michigan, you know, taking some of our guys out, and, um, and uh, uh, some hate was built there. But you, you kind of need these – good hard-fought series to kind of build those rivalries and they kind of need that for this you know this league to work more
2: yeah well i mean i think it's all about competition right i mean i'd be i I my personal feeling is that we'll probably see three games this weekend um and i think that that's the kind of series that you know can build some of that up and uh, we've got plenty of history with michigan obviously a lot of it was before this current big 10 was a Put together, but uh, certainly we got a lot of history there, and I think it'll be a great series. We've talked about the style of play that Michigan tends to like, and what we tend to at least emphasize here it may not be quite as effective this year as what we'd like to see. But nonetheless, I think it's it should be a really entertaining and competitive series. So I think it'll be a good one.
0: Well, uh, one thing that's interesting is that uh, some of those older games from the from the eight, from the nineties and 2000s still hurt. You know, uh, a ha- oh. We've got Mote in chat saying Mike Leg still stings.
3: That just sends a shiver up every Gopher fan's spine, thinking that. But there's been some stuff recently too. You know, Michael Downing, Downing going yes. after a couple of Gophers. Uh, you know, that was a, a stinger for Gopher fans. Uh, I think seeing Kyle Connor on the power play basically end Minnesota's season a couple of years ago, just knocking them out of the Big Ten championship basically by himself. So there's been some stuff recently. It's just fans around Minnesota tend to focus more on what they don't have rather than what they do have, Mm -hmm. and I think this will be a great series. I think the big challenge for Minnesota this weekend will be to keep Quinn Hughes out of the middle of the ice. You know, When he comes up wheeling and dealing with the puck, he likes to be in the middle, so he's got lots of options. Uh, I think it will be a big key for Minnesota to funnel him to the sides and kind of give him one-way goes. Well, and Motay
2: nice. needs to Motay needs to remember that Vanek knocked Michigan out in the uh, <laughs> the, the semifinals back in what
0: 2003. So yeah, we, st- we got our being...
2: we got our good ones too. <laughs> so. yeah. Two years
0: in a row, they knocked him out in the semifinals. So they really out there. Yeah. We yeah. Do definitely have the good memories, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. which is which is nice. But you know, Cappy, um, one thing that Minnesota yep. has done a fairly good job is taking care of Mister Hughes he hasn't really lit them up this the last couple seasons at least not that i remember well now you jinxed it well that's fine (laughs) that's fine you know what you got to beat the you got to beat them so i I think we've we've locked him down fairly good so far i should say
1: yeah it'll be interesting you know if now in a playoff scenario is i mean he already plays a ton and 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 it's it's remarkable how he never looks tired uh out there but you know, how much is he going to play? And then if you get to three games, you know, is he going to wear down at some point? And I've noticed him actually taking the body a little more the last couple weekends uh, against Ohio State and Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And, and that wasn't a big, you know, a couple open ice hits. And I was surprised to see. But, uh, you know, they've had a couple guys, kind of a couple of their freshman forwards have kind of come along lately. Uh, Nolan Moyle and uh, Jimmy Lambert have scored some goals. Um, they needed that because of, you know, losing uh, Josh Norris. But, you know, I like what Minnesota has done. Some guys that have really kind of stepped up McManus. And then, you know, I call the freshman line. I don't know. Once They don't look like freshmen anymore. And you're in the playoffs now. But uh, <laughs> there's just, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see. Because yeah, with, with Minnesota, the last five or six, they've looked like a team like Maybe you're looking at the roster, and this is what they could have been a little more of all year. Mm-hmm. And with Michigan, you just you see you know spurts of just fantastic play. And I thought they were really good against Ohio State the week before for the majority of the time. But you just haven't seen them be consistent enough. And you know if, if Minnesota is able to kind of stay on this train they've been on the last couple of weeks, you know I really like them against uh, against Michigan. But yeah, Quinn Hughes is the one guy that you know, with his talent, could change a game on his own a little bit, can draw some penalties with his speed and his stick handling, you know, or he could be, he could be the, you know, the, the goat in the game. We saw it at Madison Square Guard against Penn State. And he just had three awful turnovers because he was pressured and, and, you know, Evan Barrett stripped him. So, you know, those are the, the things that I'm looking at uh, going into the series right now. And uh, it's, it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be really fun.
0: Viggs, you know, we've kind of talked about this before. You know, it seems like Minnesota can contain a one-guy superstar like that, but it's when they play uh, a KHL type of line where they struggle. When they've got a whole line coming right at you, Minnesota seems to struggle with that, but they have better luck shutting down somebody like Hughes.
3: Yeah, they've done a pretty good job, and I think one thing Minnesota's really done here the last couple of weekends they've been playing four defensemen a lot. They've yeah. been playing Nanny Brinkman and Zulstorf and Sadek. And I think that's really stabilized them. Yeah. One, those guys are all really good skaters and they are able to keep things up Two, they They have to pick their spots more because they're playing so much ice. You know, they're getting so much ice time, you know, they can't go on the rush every other shift. So they kind of sit back a little bit more and, and play defense and they just have played smarter. And so I think that's, a benefit to Minnesota right now. They've they've really got their defensemen playing the way they need them to play. And they're playing more patient and they're counterattacking more. And the forwards have gotten the message as well and they're protecting them with layers. And this is is a different team than it's been the rest of the season.
0: Well it's it's definitely uh, moving up the way we want it. We we're we're sick of this roller coaster stuff. We need that definitely that line keep going up, keep improving, keep improving. And and one thing that's good, Hammy, is that at least it does seem like they're going into these playoffs feeling good about the direction they're going.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that is the one good thing that we have had some positive momentum here in recent weeks, and, and hopefully they're peaking. I mean, maybe we'll get a good stretch of play from them, and certainly it'd be nice if uh, we get some of the solid goaltending. I mean, obviously, that's the big equalizer, no matter who you're playing, is if you have some... Really good goaltending, and uh, now's the time to see somebody like Robson really kind of step up and do great.
0: Well, elsewhere in the Big Ten, uh, your alma mater gets yeah. the week off because uh, they won the tournament this year, Cappy. Uh, yeah, that's got to make you happy, doesn't it? Or they won the league, I, mean, I should say. The first they time won they won the won league, league yeah. in 40
1: years? <laughs> it's been. Well, a- I won a regular season title in, I think, 47. So, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I yeah, think it was 72 and, 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 uh, yeah. Right. The, year the, last playoff, the last playoff one was uh, my senior year in '04. Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's great. I think, you know, I love their coaching staff and their philosophy now. And, you know, yeah, they do have a lot of veteran talent, but I, I think, you know, they're trying to build something where, you know, the next guys that come in are just going to fill right into that spot. So I think, you know, they're, they're one of the question marks when the big 10 started, can they, you know, can they hang with, you know, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, Notre Dame. And, uh, you know, I think they've come along now, this will be their third straight year, uh, going to the NCAA tournament. Um, so, you know, I, I just think it's making the big 10 even stronger and yeah, I think a week off is going to be good for them. Uh, you know, they might get, uh, one of their their freshmen, uh, maybe their best freshman forward, Gustav Westland back for the playoff, but could it help? And then I think guys like, you know, Mason Yops, who, plays a ton and and takes a beating out there. Uh I'm sure his body could use an extra week of rest going into the playoffs.
0: Because you know, they didn't finish the season all that well. I mean, they got swept by Minnesota at home. They Yep. They, they got the they did get two points out of Michigan that that weekend, but uh for a little while there was like, you know, they just needed one point to win the league and it, it just <laughs> it wasn't happening. So they didn't finish the greatest, you know, and then they got then they lost to Michigan State there at the the last game that they played.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's why I say I think, uh, you know, obviously the the biggest thing is they're in the semifinals, you know, which is they get to sit here and watch six teams, you know, beat beat each other up for possibly three games. I think that's that's a key and they will be home ice. But uh, like I said earlier, I think there's minimum of five teams that can can win this Big Ten championship and uh you know who knows what kind of crowd they might get there on a sunday afternoon um next week so and we talked about minnesota they went in there and took two michigan state just beat them there uh so there's there's no clear-cut favorite they're they're the slight favorite i think to win the big 10 championship mm-hmm. but there's definitely no clear-cut favorite this year
3: um, I do think it's tough for some of these teams to keep the mojo going at the end of the season when they don't have a ton to play for. You know, when you have just one point to win the league, it's hard. I think for some of the players to to focus and execute, especially when you have other teams playing for their season. I mean, we've seen that so many times with Minnesota, where they already have a, a one seed locked up going in the NCAA's, and they just lay an egg in the conference tournament. So. I think, I think you see that, and you can't discount that as well.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that, and, you know, it's it had been a long time, and you know what? Social media is everywhere, and you're hearing <laughs> it all over the place from everybody. Oh, first time they could win it in 47 years, and then you lose one game, and then it's two, and then all of a sudden you start <laughs> thinking about it more, and, and it's it's human nature. You start squeezing the stick a little bit, and, you know, maybe it will be a little bit of a, uh maybe a little gift to them to kind of oh we had to wake up a little bit at the end instead of coasting into the playoffs so uh it's you know it's it's tough though because you're also looking at the national thing you're like we gotta get these wins i mean they lost the two the sweep uh by minnesota dropped them from i think two in the pairwise like five and then you know they lost to michigan that's they're all at seven you know in a matter of a week and a half so Mm -hmm. Uh, that's big for him, too, because you want that number one seed going into a, a regional and, and NCAAs, too. So,
0: so Viggs, who do you think has the most chance of getting upset this weekend? I, mean, I think that Michigan State series at Notre Dame could be quite interesting because with that one superstar line, Michigan State could um, knock, I think they could knock Notre Dame right out of there.
3: Yeah, I just I feel like it's going to be tough for Michigan State to string two out of three games together. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a team where they can catch you one night, but I think Notre Dame is such a structured team, it's going to be tough to do that over a weekend. I mean, I really think if we're looking most likely upset, it's hard not to look at Michigan. <laughs> yeah. They've got top-end talent. They are not your typical bottom-of-the-conference type team you know facing them as the road team here i think they're probably the most dangerous
0: interesting i don't yeah, I, dis- I don't disagree with you <laughs> go ahead
1: i you know it's funny i though it's it's just crazy i you know 2 weeks ago i went to uh penn state and did the friday game with wisconsin and it was just not even close it was 8-2 i mean it was you know boys versus men and i left there thinking you know okay it could be close tomorrow but, you know, I think Penn State will still get this. And then it was a 7-3 game the other way. So it's just – I Penn State is just so up and down. Um, I think one of the things I like mostly about Minnesota going in to not get upset is their goaltending. I think by far – you know, by far, Notre Dame too with Kale Morris, but those two teams – easily have the best goaltending going on this weekend and obviously you guys know goaltending is pretty pretty important in the playoffs and every other team has kind of been going back and forth with guys and you know it's just a lot of questions that's Michigan I think's biggest question is their goaltending and and who's going to start we don't even know who's going to start the first game let alone you know finish them so uh that's why it's hard to say <laughs> who's gonna who is the most likely to get upset. I almost want to say Penn State because of just what what happened there and and the, the inconsistency they've shown uh, stopping pucks from going in their net.
0: Well, it's one thing that's interesting is that uh, we know that Minnesota had wanted nothing to do with going to Penn State. Hammy, uh, you were kind of disappointed <laughs> with some of the players even saying that. With, that can't happen. I mean, obviously, we can still have we can still play Penn State, um, but uh, Minnesota just wanted nothing to do with going to Penn State. But maybe Wisconsin's got a chance to take them out out there.
2: No, you never know. I mean, it, I just think that yeah. I mean, I t- touched on it last week. I just don't like hearing a, any players say they don't want to go to a certain place because to me, yeah. it's like if you're a competitor. <laughs> you know, you want to take on those kinds of challenges, and you kind of owe them after what happened last year. So. Uh, that was just my attitude with that. I understand the logic behind it, but I, 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 you know, I just like to hear my guys, you know, not being afraid to play anywhere and going up against anybody. So, uh, but you know, uh, whatever, I'm not on the team. I'm just <laughs> one of the people watching from the stand. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it'll be an entertaining weekend. I, I'm sure we'll see an upset One, I, I can't, you know, the way that we talked about this league being, I, I don't know that there's going to be one obvious one for me that stands out. Um, Wisconsin certainly got a puncher's chance. I mean, they're certainly more offensive than they used to be back in the day. So, um, you know what? Just have to see how it goes.
0: Now, now Cappy, are these other series, they're going to be streamed at least. They won't be on TV. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you know much about that?
1: Right. They're just going to, I think both of them are just going to be on BTN uh, to go, like mm-hmm. on the plus, like if you were during the regular season. So if you have, though, if you have bought that all year, you'll have that. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I, it's just, I, you know, when they redid this formatting, you know, something had to give. And yes, uh, they're not, you know, I don't think there's any way they they can give up, um, you know, the women's basketball tournament. Uh, I think they could maybe adjust it to where maybe you don't get the Friday games because they got you know, they're going to have their four quarterfinal games, but you could, you know, maybe do the semifinals during the day on btn and then have the men's hockey in the evening on saturday and then obviously possibly on sunday um but that's probably something hopefully down the road but yeah i mean i it's 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 tough you know there's a lot of sports going on right now and uh luckily everything else will be on btn the semifinal and final uh, after that
0: and the people in our chat are like women's basketball yuck televise the tournament uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and, make and, those
1: decisions. Yeah, I,
0: I, obviously you don't. So but one thing I got to do is I got to thank you and Mr. Rick Peisol for calling me out on a broadcast of a couple months ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, Rick, Rick loves it. He's uh <laughs> he loves uh I couldn't doing believe that. it. And, uh I give him credit. He's 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 a smart guy too. He just remembers so much. And I mean, I think that's why he's so good at his job, but uh he's really good at that stuff and uh he enjoys how much you guys you know, pay attention. And then obviously the whole banter with uh, games, you know, Pizzo's fault always <laughs> or when basketball goes long or yeah. any other sport. I do enjoy that. And I enjoy also getting in on that as well. When yeah, it,
0: it, was, it, it was a surprise because, you know, you know the, the Gopher game was on another net. They were on the NBC network, uh, sports network that night. And all of a sudden somebody saying Pizzo just called you out. I'm like, what? <laughs> you weren't even on that network. So We'll have to have Rick on the podcast again because he was a great guest. We had him on a few years ago, so I might have to get him back on again. But, but I appreciate that you guys calling. I'm like, "Wow." Yeah. Like, you like you even said. You, guys you just made his night. Today.
1: We know you guys are watching cuz yeah, you guys yeah, always yeah, we, are. We, I, do we, we do watch. The Minnesota fans,
0: fun. the Minnesota fans bitch about TV the most, but they do watch. <laughs> but the they're most. there to watch. Yeah, and then that's just it. They they kind they still kind of run the league when it comes sure. to tv because when you pick a tv game, a series to televise most a lot of time it's involving minnesota because they've got the biggest crowd because they've always had the most television and yeah it's, i it's mean just, that's i think we hit
1: on this the last time we were on is you know they've been so fortunate to be you know on television for for a long long time whereas these other teams are really excited that they're getting Thanks. on you know maybe 8 to 10 games which is Fantastic, or you know, maybe a few more. And the fact that FS1 did a game this year, I think it did mm-hmm. did really well. And you know, hopefully they'll do more because you know BTN is and Fox kind of are you know the same company. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a way to grow. I The more hockey on TV, the better. And whichever networks, I'm I'm happy that more and more is on because grow the game, right? <laughs> definitely grow the game but still the fans
0: weren't happy were they veeks they were were kind (laughs) of commenting on your article (laughs) and and and, hammy didn't you get involved as well too (laughs) yeah
2: a little bit just some of the just uh, uh, some uneducated stuff i don't know it's the (laughs) usual internet you know you got some people who are pretty well informed and you have other people who it's like where have you been i don't know
3: I've I've joked with Nate Wells that you need to have a bingo card for the comments on any Gopher story. And one of them is going to be TV, one of them is going to be Friday Saturday nights, one of them is going to be the old rivalries. You know, you can just do a blackout on that. You know, they lost the Fire of Lucia, but, you know, square. But uh, <laughs> you know, the comments are always the same, need more grit, more more non-Edina kids. <laughs> even though Edina just keeps churning them out. That was my other article in The Athletic this week, and that was a fun one to write, to uh, talk to the coaches, to do the Pee-wee double A's and the band AA's, double A's and, and get their perspective on what makes that program so special. And uh, it's
0: always fun to see the comments on that one, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, that's what the Internet's for, Viggs, for people to just bring you down. It's just
3: to give everyone a voice. And, and I appreciate the the readers. I hope they read the whole article though. <laughs> they, and that's just
0: that they're probably just, they're skimming over it just so they can complain. Because if anyone's ever read uh, like the Minnesota Gopher Facebook, they, I, I'm surprised they still have one for how negative people are on, on that, on that platform. It is just ugly. Hey. Like, Yeah, it's not not good you gotta have thicker than alligator skin to run that page you do because it's usually every comment is bring back the WCHA this like like I said the same comments you just said and then you know you've got a couple of games this weekend that are kind of odd times which some people just don't understand but uh my gosh you know other sports have times all over the place I think, I think it's
3: great. You're going to be able to watch the Gopher game on Saturday, and then you're going to be able to go watch
0: the double-A title game. It should just be outstanding this year. I I completely agree with you there. I mean, I love that the Gopher game on Saturday is uh, is so early because then, you know, we can get out of there and we can uh, we can go out to Maxwell's and, and watch the game on TV and have a have a few uh, beverages.
1: Was, was that the strategy, or was that how some of the time – uh, choices were made for this weekend. Yeah.
0: I'm thinking maybe Saturday it was, but there's okay. also so many other things going on. You know, you get the WCHA women's tournament with four teams sure. over in that building. Um, there's just a lot going on down there this weekend. Um, I'm i I'm thinking at least the Saturday game had to be state tournament related. Don't you think? Yeah. It's
3: hard for me to understand exactly how it works. Because um, I know the Wild don't play on Saturday; they play Friday and I think Sunday. So, you know that wasn't part of the issue. But hey, just be happy they're on TV. You know, if you're if, <laughs> if you're watching the Vikings, you know you've got a bunch of different time slots to look for them too. It Could be noon, could be three thirty, could be seven, could be Saturday if it's late in the year. it Could be Monday Night Football if you care. You can just go online, look what time, look what channel. Go to Gopher Puck Live, see the schedule. There's even a link there.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not that hard. It isn't that hard, and that's what we've given given people a hard time for so long. I mean, all these uh, you know, if it was back in the day when you didn't have a guide in your TV and you couldn't search, <laughs> it, it, it might be a different case. But you know what? You can find the games. It, it's not hard. It really isn't, people. <laughs> I, you giggle, but it's what we hear all the time here. Sure. Where, no, I mean, where I are, mean, are they? What, ne- what network stuff, are they on? And... Oh, what time is it? Oh, it's not hard. I mean. It, basketball is all over the place and it always has been people don't complain about that.
1: Yeah. And I think now with television and everything, and I was actually speaking to one of the coaches last week is you're starting to see everyone kind of go away from the traditional seven o'clock Friday, seven o'clock Saturday, you know, Four thirty on a Saturday afternoon, or you know something, you know a five thirty start and stuff like that, and it seems like more fans are liking the, on the weekend to go to a game maybe a little earlier, um, or you know catching the game. You know it's January, February. You can sit on the couch and watch. You mm-hmm. know late afternoon. So that was interesting. What he said that he said that, and I think it's just part of the whole TV thing and packaging in. Okay, we're going to put a game in here at four thirty ahead of the basketball or before the wrestling or whatever you have on or the pro pro sports. So I, I, I think it's evolving and I, you know, hopefully, you know, people will evolve with it. I think and that's actually, what and you actually, hope for.
0: And actually that just finally happened where hockey delayed basketball on the big 10 network.
1: Oh, that had to put a big smile on your face. Didn't
0: it, I? You actually <laughs> liked, you liked that tweet when I mentioned that. I, because, I loved it. I it loved doesn't it. happen often, but it, it was kind of nice. Cause you know how we always get fear when there's basketball before and there's three minutes left and it's going to take 15 minutes at least. You're like, well, here we go again. Blame Pizzo. <laughs> it's just, it's fun I mean, to do. So. so, what do we got here this weekend, guys? Let's get your final prediction. Hammy, how many games and who's going to come out this weekend?
2: Uh, I said earlier three games and I think the Gophers will come out on right. top. Veeaks? You know, I said
3: that Michigan has probably got the best chance of pulling out the upset, but I do think if Minnesota is playing well, they'd get it done in two. There you go. Cappy, careful uh, now.
1: Yeah, I Are mean, you allowed I, to
3: call the game, Cappy?
1: I don't know. Am I, I got to go curb street here on you? Uh, I, I think, you say what
3: what's, what's going to happen if not, each team I, wins? I
1: think it goes three, and I think goaltending wins it, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I mean, if you you're want to smart read to boy, you're lines in broadcasting. That, from what I said earlier, yeah, I think you can uh, guess what I think.
0: Hammy, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you working on with the? Oh, not Hammy. Sorry, Jeez. Viggs, what Dude, are you working I, on with? If
2: I'm writing, it's going to be some kind of a business plan thing, so yeah. I don't think anybody's. gonna <laughs> be writing for in work? That? Yeah,
0: I'm losing it. Uh, obviously, you just had your three part uh, articles come out, uh, Viggs. But uh, what's next for you at the Athletic?
3: You know, we're going to wait and see how this weekend turns out. We'll probably be doing a mailbag here Mm -hmm. uh, coming up at the end of the season or maybe before the NCAA tournament. Uh, But please go and check out that three-part series. A lot of hours, a lot of people I talked to to get those done. And if you're interested in Edina Hockey, uh, a lot of good feedback on that story that went on today.
0: Jess says part three was damn good. He liked it.
3: Well, thanks. It you know it touches on what the coaching staff is looking for in recruits. Uh, it talks about what kind of style of play they want their forwards to play. You can guess it's a lot like the BMW line, how they want their defensemen for uh, college hockey and how they look for them. I think one of the really interesting things in the article was, you know I looked at St. Cloud State's recruiting historically, and they've been okay taking some younger forwards and putting them into the college ranks, but with defensemen, they really like to wait until those guys play their junior senior year of school, and then have them come in as you know nineteen twenty year olds. Very rarely do they bring in a defenseman early, mm-hmm. and when they do, it's you know been like Will Borgen, who's a high pick um, for Buffalo, and uh, Choloweski, who you know ended up leaving earlier for the Red Wings. So it's an interesting thing. Uh, it'd be fun to watch what kind of recruiting they do, and uh, I think they're going to get older there finally.
0: That would be nice. We could use some, a little bit of age back on defense. Well, Cappy, thanks for joining us again. We appreciate you having coming on with us.
1: Yeah, uh, this was a blast. I always love it. Uh, it's twice this year. I'll uh, I'll look forward to hopefully getting an invite next year. And one thing I just got to say is I'm, I'm 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 looking at Twitter here a little bit, and I these kids in high school at the state tournament are just they're upping their hair game and beard game and mustache game. Like it is becoming maybe like the best Twitterverse ever here. Looking at these pictures and some of the video, these kids are, are just at the top of their games with the hair and the sideburn. I'm just looking at one right now and, and uh, it's fabulous. I love it. Well,
0: I'm thinking maybe Saturday night we should all go out and watch, we'll watch the game at a bar.
1: Sound F- like a bad plan to me. <laughs> Well, well hopefully hopefully we you know the game the the uh our game doesn't go too long cuz you never know. Yeah, you never do. Throw so the jinx on that. <laughs> <laughs> no I think
3: with these two teams and the big ice we don't got to worry about that.
0: I there hope we go. So I hope so. Well that's <laughs> our show for this week. You know be sure to follow uh, Vigo on Twitter at EVigo and Hammy Hockey at HammyHockey and Cappy at Cappy27. Um, you know, For those of you listening uh, live, stay tuned for a bit of overtime coming up next. Uh, for the rest of you, we'll be back next week to recap these uh, Big Ten quarterfinals and hopefully, knock on wood, preview some semifinals for the Gophers. Until then, thanks for listening.